Well, let's get this powerhouse podcast started here. Baldwin on the guitar there, my kid, right? Hey, welcome. I am Tom Baldwin. This is the Sandwich Podcast. It is a faith podcast for believers of Jesus and anyone outside or anywhere in between that is curious about faith. Sandwich specifically means opportune, uh, uh, optimistic during a dark or tumultuous time. And so we are holding the faith, the light of faith up during Every season, doesn't matter. We're always hopeful. And you, community that is around the world, I so appreciate you. Hey, just a round of applause because you are the best audience. And I know every day that you're out there making a difference, sharing your faith, whether it's with words or actions or a smile. There are so many ways to share our faith and to inspire and lead those around us to a great life, right? This is a great life. It is full of mystery and intrigue, which I often talk about. So (laughs) can you guys tell that I love diesel trucks? I absolutely love diesel trucks. Hey, remember you can find the podcast, the donate buttons and the store at sanguinefaith.com. I really am hoping to do some more with it, but I have to tell you life, life gets busy and you all out there know, and that I'm hopeful to do a lot of different things, but my follow through sometimes is dependent on how much time I have. So I apologize. And I know there's many of you that would prefer to watch on YouTube, but I just haven't got the videos on there, even though I've got a brand new camera that I'm barely learning how to use, even though I have had it for months. That's how busy I am. I know stop whining, dude. I know I'm not trying to whine. I'm just, I'm trying to express that you are really important to me and I'm trying to get this stuff done. And I I even know I fell behind on the podcast. So I'm just trying to get some more episodes out. Those of you that are regular listeners, and there's a lot of you out there. I really appreciate you. So enough of the whining, dude. I'm super excited. One of my friends tonight is coming over for a cigar. And so I always enjoy hanging out with him. And it's a nice break from the busyness. And so those of you out there, take time for your friends. Take time for your community. It's so important. It's so important for your own mental health. And it's it's important to build relationship. There is a non-quantifiable um, value there in friendships. It's, it's exponential. And sometimes the time seems wasted or it's not meaningful because you're maybe not creating content or you're not producing work, you're not producing a product or a service and you're not getting money. But let me just tell you, friends are so important. And so, hey, it is just Tom Baldwin keeping it real. And so it's always great to find a hobby or something that you can do that you can do with your friends and have in common. That always helps, but you definitely don't need it. So, hey, today what I want to talk about is a scripture in Hebrews and it's a scripture and it's funny. Let me just tell you the background of the scripture a little bit in my life, because you're, you're going to kind of laugh, but it's going to give you a little insight into my life. When I was in high school, and I've always been into fantasy sci-fi, and even growing up as a kid, I was unusually suspicious. This is this is way before I even had any introduction to church or Jesus, and the introductions that I got later were weird and bizarre. 
But even as a kid, you know, I was one of those kids that I didn't step on a crack, you know, when things were going good with my mom. Because remember the old adage, step on a crack, break your mother's back. And there are a few times that I really got upset with my mom. And yes, like most little kids, I stomped the cracks all the way home. And my mom was fine, thank goodness. But as a, as even as a young kid, I read um, books about spontaneous combustion and, you know, people just... <laughs> You know, you become a human match and you're just like, ashes, ashes, and we all fall weird. Oh, gosh, sorry. Sometimes that stuff, you know, those dendrite connections and neurons in the brain. Man, there's some sometimes some weird stuff that comes out of those. And the the king of sidetrack here. But anyway, my background was really superstitious and I was into all those kind of things. I read books about them. I mean, I read books about Noah's Ark. I was just, I was interested in artifacts and kind of all that stuff. And so as I grew up, I obviously showed a strong interest in aliens, sci-fi, fantasy, all those kinds of things. And when I lived in Billings, probably the, one of the darkest times in my life as a young teenager, I played Dungeons and Dragons with a neighbor. And uh, I, I just have to say that it was, I mean, it was an experience. And I think that we can learn things from all our experience. This young man, unfortunately, was very disturbed, which myself also I believe um, was very disturbed and there were some bad influences that came from that well fast forward probably about three-ish years and I'm in high school this was when I was in junior high just starting and uh, fast forward I'm in high school and I'm actually going to a youth group and I met that awesome awesome dude and if you don't know him his initials are JC and he went the distance for you and uh, all you have to do is say hey Jesus man that that junk inside that I feel bad about that I've done to other people I know that that's why you died and I accept your forgiveness boom you're in right and that's just a start but wow it's a start so cool cool and I did that so cool cool well I got connected with a super awesome youth group leader who led the super awesome youth group and uh, he actually took me under his wing and mentored me and he got me connected with a young couple that also played a role in the mentoring. Well, this young guy had found this Christian role-playing game that was similar to Dungeons and Dragons, but he had modified it because I hate to say it, but a lot of things Christian are just kind of lame. I mean, it's proven not to be true these days. There's some real high quality stuff that's coming out, but often it's lame. So he took this game and he modified it. He made it this super fun game. And so we played these role-playing characters, but this was like more of good versus evil, which in Dungeons and Dragons, it's a lot like that. But like anything, the lines can get skewed. But part of this game was, is that we memorized scriptures. And in this role-playing game, looking back, I know Jeff and uh, I think his wife's name was Anna. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. I know it was a ploy to get us in the Bible and memorizing scriptures, but it worked. It was super fun. And so we'd memorize these scriptures and these scriptures would like give certain powers during the game and stuff like that as uh, in Dungeons and Dragons when you did spells and there were different things that you could do. Those of you that are familiar are just like, yeah, Tom, I get it. Those of you that are not are just like, tell me more. I don't understand anything about this. Anyway, one of the scriptures I memorized was Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living and active, sharper than a double-edged sword, able to divide joints and marrow. It penetrates and judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Whoa, we are so impressed. And so, you know, the creativity of this guy helped instill so many scriptures in my life. And because I played this game with intensity and most things I do, I want to play to win. And so I played it with a lot of intensity. And back then I had so much intensity 
And so these scriptures got in my heart. So the Hebrews 4.12, and I actually want to talk about 13.2, where it talks about everything will be uncovered and laid bare before whom we have must give account. And like the new translation, new living translation, which you guys know and gals know that I like and appreciate, talks about how nothing is hidden from God and all things are revealed in creation. And so this podcast is all about a principle that I've adopted in my life that has played out to be incredibly powerful. And it's incredibly simple. When I'm going to tell you, you're just going to be like, oh, Tom, uh, duh, that's like, that's a no-brainer. And so I'm playing with my board here and I can't figure out how to get it back to where I don't think it really. Oh, wow. Squirrel. Squirrel. (laughs) I'm so bad. I know I'm so bad. I get so easily detracted. But anyway, the principle is don't have any pretenses with God because the scripture in Hebrews says that he knows everything and he has this sword. The word of God is a person. Okay. Yeah, Jesus. If you didn't get that, you know, you can go back to John and it's in John. I would go back to the very, very first part and read it and and you'll find it. So the word of God is living and active, sharper, and nothing is hidden from God. So in your spiritual life, whether you're a believer in Jesus or you're not a believer and you're worried that God's going to, you're going to tell God something he doesn't know. He already knows everything. He knows the thoughts you had. If you're a man, I know it's a little scary because we think about sex way too often. And those of you that are not married yet, you probably shouldn't be thinking about that because, you know, you're thinking about somebody you're not married to. And although in this current culture, I'm not sure that even matters. Morality is such, I know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't go there. I'll tell you that, yeah, Tom's not going to go there. So whatever you're thinking, God already knows. He already heard those thoughts. He heard what was in your mind. He hears your doubts. He hears your anger. He hears your venom to the people that you love that you shouldn't feel that way about, but you do. Okay, what I'm going to tell you is this faith walk, it is a real deal and he already knows. So quit being a phony. Be real. And can I tell you what that does? As you're real with God and you are praying those things and preferably out loud, but just, you know, do it in your car where nobody can hear you because they probably don't know those things because they can't read your mind. And it would probably be a stumbling block if they actually knew. And so you probably shouldn't do that. Although the Bible says we should confess our sins to one another because it'll cover a multitude of sins, but you should find somebody that you can trust and that can handle that stuff. And that just takes a little bit of wisdom and discernment, which you you totally have and you can totally do. But anyway, being real with God helps you to be real with yourself. And when you face these issues and you pray these issues with God, because he already knows when you verbalize those, it helps you be real with those and face those. And healing comes because what you're doing, instead of you're denying, it's just like, I'm a Christian, I shouldn't do that. And there's this weird kind of like mental gymnastics. And I think you can probably relate, like what I do is like, well, I shouldn't do that. So we're just going to kind of ignore that, even though you did that and it's there and it needs to be dissolved. When you pray that and you're real with God, you're real with yourself and the forgiveness of Jesus covers that. And it just kind of dissipates. It's kind of like with emotions. When I talked about when we deny our emotions, they hang out for forever and they stay there. But when we embrace them and feel them, then they go away. The only difference here is that we add Jesus and the work that he did on the cross and that he forgave our sins. And so when we embrace what he already knows, I can't emphasize this enough, what he already knows, 
everything. Nothing is hidden from him. Every little thought, every little snide comment, even the passing stuff, even the the thoughts and attitudes of the heart that, yeah, that you shouldn't have, that you're just like, I shouldn't have thought about that person that way, or I shouldn't have... I have just had really ugly thoughts when they did something nice for that person because I wish I had thought about that and did that and got the recognition. <gasps> no, nobody thinks that way, <laughs> right? Nobody thinks that way. Oh, that's so bad. Nobody can think. Come on. I'll be real here. We can be real here, right? God already knows. And as you tell him, there's this miraculous work that happens between you and him because he built your mind and he built your psyche and and the way things work in there that you have to face them to dissolve them but oftentimes our brain and the way we were raised plays into this we want to avoid that stuff even with ourselves like something that you did you don't want to think about it because you want to avoid it because you're ashamed of it even though you did it and you don't want to tell god because he already knows yeah right he knows So what I want to emphasize in this podcast, there's no reason to not be real. This is a real faith. And he already knows, okay? So he already knows. And so he still accepts you. And he knows. Yeah, I I don't care. My relationship with God is in good standing. And I've done some awful things. So I doubt it that you're out of the picture, right? So he already knows. Why don't you just engage in a relationship? And so if you're outside this faith thing, okay, once you get in, you know, this is kind of a no risk thing. And so, you know, there's nothing that God doesn't already know that he's going to be like, once you're in, he's like, oh, I'm going to take back that salvation because uh, you're going to disclose that at the transaction. (laughs) That's ridiculous because he already knows and he's already calling and wooing you. He's like, he sees what you perceive as you're just like a filthy dirtbag. That's how often I feel. Well, I either feel that way or I feel like I'm on top of the world better than everybody else. And that can fluctuate within a matter of seconds. Yeah, it's part of my human nature. I don't know if you can relate at all. I'm probably not because you guys are all awesome. You're the two thumbs up people out there. Right? (laughs) So... Taking scripture and taking the truth of scripture and then taking the scripture that's been way overused, but it's still so powerful that God gave his only begotten son for you. Right where you're at right now, sin and all, he gave it for you. He knows everything. Everything is disclosed 100% to him. And so there's nothing hidden from him. So just embrace the real. Be real. Let me just pray for you as we wrap up here. Holy Spirit, would you just permeate this truth into the hearts of everyone out there? And uh, hey, would you just bless their socks off this week because they're such an awesome group. And would you just, yeah, sign your spirit on their lives and just fill them up. And so, hey, friends, and next until next time, I so appreciate you. Go out there. Be awesome because you are absolutely awesome. And we finish up with the awesome son of mine, Porter Baldwin, with his guitar. So have a great day, all.
Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.